Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. When change comes, you got to slow down and take note of it. In the midst of that change is all the possibility in the world. Bertice Berry. This piece is called Getting Older. I am having a horrible time coming to terms with my age. I know people joke about this, as I have in the past, but at the moment, well, it's just no joking matter. Various body parts continue to let me know they are annoyed, and now a virus has created vertigo and nausea. My asthma is also acting up for no apparent reason. I used to have a little allergy problem from mid-May to July, but this ongoing cough seems to signal that it's moving to my middle lungs as a long-term rental. I do not like gasping for breath at the slightest hint of an incline, nor do I particularly enjoy having to use an inhaler. None of these situations suggest a person in full control of themselves. And that, perhaps, is what this angst is all about. Back in the day, as some would say, I was quite adept at distancing other people from any distress I was having, joking that I must be getting old, ha-ha, or some other joke to take the focus off myself and any struggles I might be having. Another good tool was to avoid any activity that I couldn't do well, although I have to admit that left me with too few alternatives, thereby making me unavailable for more activities than I wanted to be. It's been my preference to stay away from most physical activity, as I'm not terribly coordinated. I like to observe, which gives me fodder for later writings as well as an expanded understanding of others. Indeed, this is one of my most pleasurable activities. But now, my moves are corrected more and more by my body. It's saying, nope, not anymore, or what are you thinking, ziplining? Or on a more mundane level, really, four activities in one day? I like a sense of order, so combining errands lends me a feeling of accomplishment as well as instant gratification. Job well done, I can tell myself, and I do so frequently. This is all on my home turf, which I navigate very well if I do say so myself. Where I run into trouble is when I leave home for more than a day. Travel in any form is just not that much fun anymore. Nothing is as expected, and while that may have given me opportunities for spontaneity in the past, now it tries my patience and slowly erases my goodwill toward my fellow man. Sometimes I'm able to say to myself that I'll use the situation as an opportunity to hone my patience, but before I know it, I have lost this capability. I am not by nature a patient person, and age has not contributed positively to this character defect. It's hard to find a comfortable spot to sit in while waiting for a delayed flight or on a four-hour trip in the car. When I get up from either seat, my body starts complaining. Ouch, give me a minute to adjust my bones, would you? Standing too long makes my back act up, but walking helps. So when flying, I often opt for getting to an airport early to exercise this option. 
However, I have found that there is a fine line between stretching out my back and doing too much walking without literally stretching, which so far I've not allowed myself to do in the airport. If I opt to drive to my destination, it makes no difference if I get out periodically to stretch or not. I will almost always pay for it later, so I never travel without an ample supply of Motrin, although too much of that can cause stomach distress, so I have to watch out there as well. And once I reach my destination, I approach my room assignment with a combination of trepidation and hopefulness that the mattress will support my weary bones without sucking me into it or forcing me to lie flat like a board. A bed can make the difference between an enjoyable trip and one that must be endured, which makes me feel that travel has begun to feel like gambling with my body. I do have an appetite for food, however, which is a saving grace. I try to taste something new wherever I go, but well, I'm not what you'd call an adventurous sort when it comes to sustenance. I have found the way to approach food I'm not familiar with is to look at all the ingredients in a dish for something I do like and try to imagine what that will add to the taste experience offered. I've found many items I like, but I won't pretend there haven't been some very unsatisfactory surprises. And please don't get me started on service when eating out these days. Manners have taken flight, and anyone born after 1960 has no idea about customer service. I consider this to be a real shame, although I've been told this is the equivalent of back in my day. So now I've come to realize that I value peace and quiet more and more. But the rest of the world seems determined to rob me of that when I leave the house. Music has overtaken the restaurant experience, and if that's not bad enough, People are now posing with their food. What? Why? I used to say live and let live, but now I'm not so sure. I miss the quiet of a lovely dinner having conversation I can hear. I miss being asked if I need anything, and most of all, I miss leaving a restaurant feeling satisfied and glad that I came. If any of you listening to this podcast are under 60, pay close attention. All of this in one form or another is just down the road for you. I remember thinking I'd never be this kind of old person, but somehow all those parts of myself that took me to foreign places introduced me to the strange and wonderful so I could have once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Well, that part's just shriveled up and slowed down. People ask me what I still long to do, and I reply, not with a small amount of chagrin, that I'm really happy staying home. My daddy used to say the same thing, and I felt sorry for him. But now that I'm saying it, I don't feel at all sorry for myself. I feel as if I've hit the jackpot because I finally landed on the spot that offers me comfort, stability, which is hard to come by and feels more and more temporary, and a warm welcome. Well, I guess I didn't know this is what I was looking for all along. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. 
You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on now that you ask podcast.com. Bye-bye for now.